What's going on guys? Thank you for tuning in to the Chris Morgan Fitness Podcast, where we talk all about your training, nutrition, and mindset goals. If you want tips on how to build muscle, lose body fat, and have a more positive and self-aware mindset, you've come to the right place. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. What's going on guys? Thanks for tuning in to the Chris Morgan Fitness Podcast. Today on the episode, it's going to be a training-based episode where we focus on a few different questions that I've made and that I'm going to answer that I think will apply to a lot of people who are starting out of the gym or maybe people who've been going to the gym for a while, but they're still a little bit unsure. So the first question is going to be, what sort of equipment do you need to build muscle and lose body fat? A lot of people think you need to go to the gym all the time and go to where they've got advanced kit. But the thing is, a lot of your workouts can be um, completely at-home bodyweight workouts and you can still build muscle and lose body fat. I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on how you can do that and if it applies to you or not or whether you need to go into the gym where they've got a bit more advanced equipment. The second, equi- the second question is going to be, how long should you train for and what sort of rest period should you have? So different rest periods can apply to different people depending on what your goals are at the gym. So, for example, people who are training for muscle are different to people who are training for strength, and that could be completely different for someone who wants more of a cardio-based exercise program. The third question is going to be how to progressively overload properly. A lot of people don't know how to properly progress at the gym to make sure that they're always increasing the weight or they're always increasing the time of detention or increasing the volume. These are the things that you need to allow you to build muscle and keep progressing at the gym and keep bettering yourself. So I'm going to go into how to do it properly and how to make sure you're definitely improving every time you go into the gym. So the first question is, what sort of equipment do you need? Now, this is completely based on what goals you have. For someone who just wants to lose a little bit of body fat and build a bit of muscle, home workouts are a great alternative to go into the gym. Not everyone can afford to buy a membership and not everyone's got the time to travel to the gym to then do an exercise routine and then come back. So home workouts may be a great option for that person. However, someone who wants to build a little bit more muscle and lose a bit more body fat and wants to go a little bit more extreme than just losing a bit, say they want to gain uh, 10 pounds of muscle or they want to lose 10 pounds of body fat, you might need to look into getting a gym membership or doing some form of um, strength training workout or cardio-based workout if you're trying to lose weight um, outside of the gym that might have similar sort of effects. So for example, if you want to gain 10 pounds of muscle, it's very hard to do that for a home workout purely because you haven't got the same resistance curve that you would have if you were to go to a gym. What I mean by that is when you go for a home workout option, you haven't got the same amount of resistance that you can keep increasing it by. If you were to do press-ups, you can only do a certain amount of press-ups and say you can increase the volume on that. But once you hit past like 100 press-ups, it gets a bit extreme to the point where you're actually going more towards a cardio-based range, rep range there. But if you were to do, for example, an exercise to work your chest at the gym, such as a bench press or a chest press, if you were to do that, you could use weights and you could keep increasing the weights um, that you'd be using. And that is progressive overload in itself there. And that's a lot easier to do than trying to put maybe a plate or something on your back with the bench, uh, with the uh, press up. And that's that's normally the problem with home workouts is it's hard to then add this resistance once you've got the body weight workout sorted. So it's another reason why things like for your abs, uh, planks and things like that can be a bit limiting because once you've done the plank for a few minutes, there's not really much more you can do to that exercise that makes it harder other than increasing the time. Whilst if you were to do um, ab crunches on a cable machine in the gym, you could add weight onto that and also volume and there's many factors you can change to add more resistance to that and therefore improve 
um, your muscle toning and build some muscle. And it's the same with losing body fat. You can do uh, HIIT workouts at home. But again, if you start to get better at the HIIT workouts, you can decrease the rest period times. You can increase the intensity. But say if you're using uh, weights for your HIIT workouts, it's going to be hard to then increase the resistance because you haven't got any weight to increase it by because you, all you're using is body weight. So what I'd normally recommend is for people who are starting out is to do home body workouts when you start off because you haven't got any practice at trying these exercises. So it's good to try them on body weight exercises, things like press-ups, uh, pull-ups, um, any kind of exercise like that where it's all your body weight. They can be really beneficial for helping you to start developing their muscles. And then once you get a little bit more competent, you feel a little bit more comfortable exercising and working out, maybe try and go into a gym and seeing if you can then improve those exercises by adding resistance through uh, weight or volume. This is what's going to be great for everyone because it means you've got the start off of the home workouts, which gets you more competent. And then you can go to the gym where you can be a bit more advanced with your workouts and exercises. That's going to allow you to improve even further. So if it comes to, if I'd pick home body workouts or the gym, I preferably would say it's based upon what sort of goals you have, how advanced you are in training. If you're starting off, home workouts are great. If you're a bit more advanced, then I'd probably recommend going to the gym where you've got exercises where you can add more resistance. But it's completely based upon, have you got time to go to the gym? Can you afford the gym membership? If not, home workouts, home workouts are a great uh, alternative. So the second question is, how long should you train for and what sort of rest period should you have? This again is based upon that classic answer of it depends. So it depends on what sort of goals you have and what your training goals are specifically. So if you are going to the gym and you want to build muscle, that means you're going to probably having about an hour, an hour long workout, 45 minutes to an hour. You don't need any longer than that. If you're in the gym for an hour and a half to two hours, you're doing it wrong. There's something you need to adjust there to make sure it might be you're doing too many exercises. It might be your rest periods are way too long. But you need to take a look at, if you want to train for hypertrophy, you only need to be in the gym for 45 minutes to an hour. That might be different if you're training for strength, because obviously you need longer rest periods if you're training for strength, because you need to rest in between your sets to give it all your whole max when you're going in for it the next set. But if you're going for strength, you don't need to, it could be maybe up to three hours, depending on what your program is. But that doesn't mean you have to be in there for that long. It's all based upon how advanced you are when it comes to strength training. If you've got a competition or something like that, it might be you're in the gym a little bit longer. But most of the time, I recommend for your average person who's going to the gym maybe to improve their fitness, to build a bit of muscle, um, to build some strength, I would recommend between 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. No longer than that. You don't need any more time than that. With regards to the rest periods, then, this is also based on what goals you have. So for someone who's training for hypertrophy who wants to build muscle, your rest periods are going to be around... Um, uh, probably about 45 seconds to about a minute and a half. It can be up to two minutes. Say, for example, if you're doing like a heavy, heavier legged session with quite large compound movements for every exercise, then I'd probably recommend maybe around two minutes. But for most of your hypertrophy exercises, you need to be having about a minute and a half to a minute um, rest periods per set. Otherwise, it's going to be too long um, in between your sets. You'll lose whatever pump you have. And it also means you're not putting enough resistance on your muscles to cause hypertrophy. If you're going for a more strength-based approach, then you need to be taking between, it can be up to three to five minutes of a rest period between your sets. If you're going for your heavy squat sets, um, heavy leg press, things like that, where you need a heavy bench press, heavy deadlifts, things like that, where you need a bit of time in between your sets and to recover, to hit, your, hit it to its full extent the next set, then I would recommend a little bit of a longer rest period. 
But if you're going in purely for building muscle, then definitely it's just between 45 seconds to a minute and a half. If you're going for a more cardio-based approach, you want to lose body fat, say a HIIT workout, then I'd probably recommend having a very small rest period um, between each exercise and then having a, a rest of a minute or a minute and a half after a row of exercises. So if you if I was doing a HIIT cardio workout, I would do maybe four exercises back to back um, quite big movements. So you're using all your big muscles, going to burn more calories and I'd have no rest in between each exercise. So you do your four exercises and once you've done one round, then I'd have a minute to a minute and a half rest and then do the round again and keep repeating it like that because you need to be in a higher rep range and you need to be going, getting your heart rate to a higher, um, a higher heart rate to make sure that you're in your burning calorie zone. And finally, the third question is, how do you progressively overload properly? Now, a lot of people know that you need to progressively overload. However, they don't know how to go about it. A lot of people get in this plateau where they've been training for about eight weeks. Their training program's been going well. They've been improving. But they've got to the point now where they can't even add their 1.25 kilogram weight onto their workout or the exercise that they're doing. So here's how you need to go about it. When you go to your exercise that you're struggling to improve on, you need to stop adding weight on as soon as you can do the weight you're currently doing. Because a lot of people think once they've done the exercise and they can hit it for, say, an RPE at eight, seven or eight, so it means you've got maybe two or three reps left in the tank. I normally recommend people to hit RPE nine on most of their exercises. So you're thinking, right, I need to add weight on for it to become an RPE of nine again. But they go and they add weight on straight away. They go to do the exercise and they can't do it. And the reason for this is you haven't trained your body enough to be able to jump in weight that quickly. What you need to do is you need to keep the weight the same, but add maybe one or two reps onto that set and then see how comfortable that is. That'll then probably become an RPE nine again because it's quite a bit harder to get one or two extra reps out of it and keep a rep left in the tank. Once you've done that, you then added maybe another one or two reps onto that if you keep doing that for sets consistently of, say, for example, four sets. So you're doing, say for, you started off doing eight set eight reps um, for four sets. Then you managed to get it to 10 reps for four sets. Then I'd say go for 12 reps for four sets. And once you can hit that exercise with that weight for four sets of 12 reps, that's when you should then increase the weight and knock the reps back down to eight. And then it's going to be the same process all over again. So you're going to keep trying to build it up to 12 reps again. And as soon as you hit that 12 reps, knock it back down to eight reps and add more weight on. And that's how you should progressively overload because that's a way of getting it so you're improving every time, but it's not as hard as just chucking more weight on because it's very difficult to just add weight and keep progressing that way. This is a lot more consistent and be more sustainable for you. Another thing you can do is time and attention training. So once you've done it, instead of adding more reps, you just slow down the decentric part of the movement. So you go up for, say, for example, uh, two seconds, and you come down for three seconds. Then the next time you come down for four seconds, five seconds, and so then you need to then improve the weight. And then when you do that, it's the same thing with the volume or with the time and attention. You can do both. You can increase the set, uh, the rep, sorry. And once you've increased the reps, then increase the time and attention. And then once you've done that, then add the weight on. And that's going to be improving it every time you come around to your exercises. It means you're improving every week, but it doesn't mean that you have to add weight on every single session because it's really hard to do that. And that's everything. So I'm trying to keep it nice and short and sweet on these episodes, make sure I'm covering a few things in the topic on one episode. Um, so if you've got any further questions about the topics I've discussed or you want to know a little bit more information or you've just got any questions in general, make sure you uh, DM me on Instagram or send me an email and I'll get right back to you. Any help or any advice you might need, I'll be, I'll be right on it. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for supporting it. And please tell anyone who you think it might help. Um, it really does mean a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Chris Morgan Fitness Podcast. 
if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to tell a friend and leave a review. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in the podcast, please just send me a DM or an email and I'll make sure that they appear in the next and upcoming podcasts. Thank you.